Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. And now, Financial Renaissance with the M's. Welcome to this episode of Financial Renaissance with Emma Folks. I am your host and I have our very special guest. Are you a guest or are you just kind of just you just show up when you want to? Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'm like my co-host. My co-host. I'm that pops up and goes straight to the refrigerator without that. <laughs> that close. And then ask if there's more. Yes, that is you. <laughs> So we have Shardaya Age is also a certified financial planner and a partner at Greenwood Wealth Management. Welcome, Shardaya. Thank you, Emma. That sounds so nice, right? All right. So what we are going to be discussing today is the CARES Act. Mm-hmm. What is CARES that? Act? So it's the Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. CARES. Oh. Well, um, we do want to touch on some of the highlights that passed, um, was it last? Yeah, last week, right? Yeah. But as we're talking about some of the things that are highlighted, I want to make sure that you out there know, don't get yourself in any trouble, please. Um, they're going to give you more than enough room to hang yourself. But just realize that the government doesn't play with its money. And even though right now they're just kind of giving it freely, uh, if they have to come after you for it, not only will you have to pay it back, but they may also put you in jail. Okay, because you cannot steal from the government. You cannot file bankruptcy and not pay the government back. It doesn't work like that. So no matter what we say, that caveat is don't get yourself in trouble. If you don't need the help, um, don't apply for it. Um, If you're getting stimulus checks and things like that, you know, be be smart with your money, help your community out or donate it to someone. But please don't 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 go out there doing anything um, stupid. Did you second that? I do. Absolutely. Okay, so this was signed into law on Friday, the 27th. All right, so here's some of the key provisions that we could take a look at. And Shardaya, you may want to jump on this. Um, Direct payments to all Americans. You'll get a one-time direct deposit. So I'm assuming they have to have your uh, bank account information uh, on file from the last time you filed your, um, what do you call it, your tax returns? Tax returns, yeah. Yeah. But I would imagine not everyone does direct deposit, so... I'm sure they will be mailing some checks as well. Correct. And you may want to go on the IRS's website. Um, I'll end up dropping a link for the coronavirus IRS, you know, highlights and and things like that. So if you are a snail mail check receiver, you'll know how to receive your check and and when to look out for it. Every grown-up over the age of 18 should be receiving a check for $1,200. Okay. So if you're married, that's times two, $2,400. And Finally, per kid, there is finally per kid, there is a benefit, $500 per kid. So to those of you with eight children, like Octomom, <laughs> I, <laughs> I saw something on her the other day. They were like doing a throwback of entertain one of those shows and they showed her. Um, but yeah, like, <laughs> she'll give Vuku money, but don't have babies because you want the $500 because so it's just a one-time payment. Yeah, yeah. $500 versus $500,000 that it costs to raise them. You know, it's a one-time thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there are some income limitations. Mm-hmm. You want to- yeah. So, yeah, so I was trying to find the exact, but what I see is 
it's twelve hundred um, if you for individuals that make up to seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. Once you start going over that, I think it's like a five percent discount or, or reduction. Phase out or yeah, um, yeah, phase out, and it completely phases out. I believe at ninety five thousand for individuals. For couples, again, um, in order to get the entire twenty four hundred. Uh, it caps at 150, and then it starts to phase out again. And I believe the um, the complete number where it totally phases out is about 195. Okay. So I don't know the numbers for this, but I know that there are, say, head of household filers, mm-hmm. right? So they're um, if if they make less than 112,000, they're good to go. I don't know what the phase out number is um, for them, but pretty sure it's going to be about a buck 50. <laughs> so you can go on the IRS's website uh, and, look, and look for those guidelines. Now, here's one that really um, made me feel proud to be an American. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this has to do with unemployment. So the part of the stimulus package or the CARES Act, as they want to call it, um, provides about $250 billion uh, for extended unemployment insurance benefits. Now, unemployment is, doesn't mean that you had to have had a job Um, W-2 paying job before the coronavirus hit. Um, This stimulus is going to be available to anybody that is idle. You know, if you can't go out and find a job right now, um, contact your local Department of Labor um, and find out about applying for unemployment insurance. Now, on top of that, the federal government will be paying you, because I believe we're in the state of Georgia, right? So unemployment here, I think, maxes out at about 300 and. $60 $60 per week, right? And as we know, $360 per week, very hard to live live on if you are in a major city. So right. the federal government is going to be giving an additional $600 benefit per week yep. for four months on top of what your state unemployment is paying you, okay? Yep. And I'm going to say, do not get yourself in trouble. I can't, I can't emphasize this enough. Don't double dip, okay? Now, if you are a gig economy worker, meaning you are a contractor, um, you know, you're doing like Uber, Instacart, you know, those people on strike, um, any of those types of jobs are also covered uh, by unemployment insurance now, okay? So it doesn't matter if you are sitting around and you have nothing to do, please apply for. (laughs) I don't care what age you are. Uh, For those of you that have kids that are in college that, you know, because their home could be applying for jobs or, you know, actually had jobs while they were in college, tell them to call the unemployment office and have a conversation with them because they too may be able to get money. You know, if if they're at your house and you're feeding them, um, yeah, (laughs) they're not cheap. Is that fair to say? I know. Some, yeah, some of you out there, every time your refrigerator is open, you're hearing cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. I know the feeling. <laughs> All right. So um, payroll taxes. Uh, payroll taxes are going to be delayed. Uh, I guess the 2020 payroll taxes are going to be delayed until 2021, 2022. <laughs> yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. Use of retirement funds. Now, here is a caveat of be careful. Be very careful. You can pull money out of your retirement accounts to help yourself during this time. Typically, if you pull money out of your retirement accounts, and I mean IRAs, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, uh, SEP, Simples, um, I don't even think you're allowed to take from those, and also your 401ks, 403bs, those type of retirement plans, they are waiving the 10% penalty. So you'll still have to pay federal and state taxes because you didn't pay that uh, in the beginning, 
These are pre-tax right. accounts. So if you want to take them out, you won't, you'll still have to pay those taxes, but you won't have to pay the 10% penalty. And that is a huge deal because the government makes a bazillion dollars because people uh, um, usually crack into it. And even better is that um, the withdrawals are taxed, but the taxes are spread over three years and the taxpayer has three years to roll it back. Okay. Three years, not 60 days, three years. That's unheard of. USA, <laughs> USA, USA. <laughs> All right, uh, 401k loans. Usually the limit on 401k loans is $50,000. That has been increased mm-hmm. to $100,000. And again, yeah. You know, be careful with what you're doing. Small business relief, we'll talk about that in the next segment of, of what's happening because there's some, um, there's going to be some benefits there if the employer, if you are a small business owner and you maintain your payroll, um, if you cover, yeah, you cover your payroll, your interests or obligation, mortgage obligations, rent, utilities. Oh, no, let me re- rephrase that. Interest on mortgage obligations, rent and utilities would be forgiven. I thought I saw not forgiven, but will be forgiven. Okay. Uh, net operating losses. Now, this is a big one from um, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Um, mm-hmm. They've modified it. So the 80% rule is lifted, and now losses can be carried back five years. That's... I shouldn't be celebrating, but I'm celebrating right now. <laughs> there, there is some silver lining. There is some silver <laughs> linings to this. Um, excess loss limitations, the rules for past through entities are suspended. I have no idea what that means, but you can call your CPA um, and ask because that's what I'll be doing to find out because I want all my benefits. Uh, the interest expense limitations are increased from 50 to 50% from 30% for the tax years beginning in 2019 or 2020. So you can elect to calculate the interest limitation for 2020 using your adjusted gross income for 2019. Again, have the conversation with your CPA about that if what I just said to you sounds like Greek. Large corporations, let's see, do I want to, I'm not going to talk about large corporations because they're not watching me. Well, I shouldn't say that. Well, (laughs) all right. So 50 billion is going to be given to provide loans and loan guarantees and other investments. Those are going to be overseen by the Treasury Department's Inspector General. And that's something that the Democrats demanded uh, be put into this bill so that we wouldn't have another TARP situation. And what happened during the last economic crisis they gave a bunch of money to these corporations. The corporations took the money, bought back their stock, laid people off. <laughs> it was horrible. It was supposed to be trickle down, right? But yeah. no, that didn't quite happen. Nah, it was a cash grab. It was a uh, Uncle Scrooge. It was a Scrooge McDuck. Is that who that was? Absolutely. Scrooge McDuck. All right. Hospitals and healthcare, they're getting $140 billion. I can't even talk about them because I feel, I think our, our hospital, um, our first responders, from this crisis are all going to end up with PTSD because I don't think they've ever in their life imagined working in the conditions that they're working in right now. And again, as an American, we always think we have it all. So for them to not have equipment, I was speaking to a client who's a pharmacist who's working in a um, hospital and she was telling me that they are the every, the nurses have to put their equipment when they're done with it in a paper bag at their station and then they have to take that on and, and reuse it. And you know, Sharday, I wouldn't, yeah, it, it wouldn't work. I'd, I'd be fired because I wouldn't know what to do because I couldn't put it back yeah. on. So the healthcare workers, hopefully, you know, let's just, you know, pray for them and wish the, you know, speedy, speedy whatever to them that we get through this. All right. All coronavirus testing will be covered at no cost to patients. 
All right. Mm-hmm. This is beautiful because when we did the math a couple of weeks ago, it looked like it was going to cost about uh, somewhere between $3,500 to $4,000 um, to be tested and for the care to be provided to you. So um, it looks like we're going to be good there. States and local government are getting money and also agriculture is also going to be getting money. Agriculture is getting between 30 to $50 billion and then the state and local governments are getting about $150 billion, $30 billion for the states um, and educational institutions, $45 billion for disaster relief, and then $25 billion for disaster programs. Now, one thing I will say, one of the benefits for us, you know, one of the benefits for us is, you know, in Atlanta, driving normally is like driving over, driving through landmines, right? Because we have so many potholes. But because everybody has their butts at home, they have been repaving Lennox Road. What? <laughs> Smooth rolling. <laughs> All right. Most people don't understand, but that's huge. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I I have a question um, that you kind of already touched on, but I was asked the explicit question, so I want to make sure we're clear. Okay. Do people have to do anything in order to um, receive the stimulus money from this CARES Act? I believe no. I will look that up and I will put that Americans will receive. Yeah, I'll find out how people will get that. But I think yeah. that is something that's just going to be deposited in like three weeks. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I haven't seen anything that says that you need to take a certain action in order to get it. I think it's just automatic. Yeah. So again, for those of you who are snail mail receive recipients, <clears throat> you may want to go on the IRS's website because this money is coming from the Department of Treasury. For those of you who don't know, because there's also going to be scammers out, make sure that if somebody's calling, like the IRS won't call you, it'll be the Department of yeah. Treasury. Okay. So don't fall for the flim flam, get the person's name and number, where they're calling from, and then you do your due diligence and figure out how to reverse look them up (laughs) and make sure that they are who they say they are. Speaking of that, I feel like uh, fraudsters, criminals, scammers, they're out in like droves now because everyone's at home, everyone's feeling vulnerable, everyone's, you know, looking for some type of stimulus or economic um, uh, uh, help. So be very careful with uh, receiving um, like friend notifications on Facebook for people that you don't know. Oh yeah, good one. Or even if it's someone that you do know that you haven't spoken to in years and they're all of a sudden saying, hey, I have this opportunity for you. For example, I have a friend of mine. He received something from a, a distant friend out of state saying that he had the opportunity to give him money from the IMF. And so he called me because he knows, I mean, he, he's an actor. He knows nothing about this. So he, he was corresponding through text message at that point. The guy introduced him to a lawyer who was going to facilitate the deal with the, the IMF. The red flag that my friend saw was that he asked him for his banking information, specifically his login information. Conversation probably shouldn't have gone that far, but, you know, he was entertained. And again, people are, are strapped for cash. So just be yeah. careful. Just know that everyone's not your friend and some people are out to take advantage of you. And unless you're hearing it on the news, it's not happening. I'm sorry. If you're not hearing it from us at Greenwood, if you're not hearing it from your local news, if you're not hearing it from, you know, whatever... The agency directly, right? Mm-hmm. Like the IMF is an actual... 
organization, right? They will never contact you, right? Unless you're some major, unless you're like Bill Gates or Mark Zuckerberg or one of those types of people, Mark Cuban, they're really not going to come after you and solicit you for anything. Okay? Never. never, never, never. All right. What do we have? What's going on next? Kind of on the same topic, I do want to talk about student loans just really oh, briefly. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So we, student loan interest has been, you know, um, relieved. It's zero percent at this yeah, point. Yeah. Wait, that's work. It's been waived, um, and it's for the most part happening automatically. Mine, I just saw it was zero, and I was like, yeah. Your interest um, or your payment? My interest. Okay. However, my payment was zero as well. And I don't know how that happened because I thought you had to call them and request it. Or no. if you were in um, default already, then it happened automatically. Well, I, I pulled up some stuff. Let me see if I can find it because I just sent it to a client today um, from the department. So if you are part of the student loan, for, so here's what I can't answer about that. Okay. Yeah. So for those of you who are part of the student loan forgiveness program, and that's for people who were civil servants, uh, work for nonprofits, you know, like teachers, firemen, police, people like that, who um, made their payments for 10 years, you know, their loan would be forgiven or in essence, you know, you don't have to pay the interest, but you have to make your payments for 10 years. So I don't know the specifics of, of how the non-payment is going to impact those people, but I don't, because it's the Department of Education doing it, I don't think that they're going to hold it against you. But again, uh, make sure that you contact your, um, contact the Department of Education or your senator or your congressman because um, certain senators and congressmen are trying to sue the Department of Education for not forgiving people's loans. Okay, so there's a battle before the coronavirus. There was a battle going on between the Department of Education and everybody else. So if you're a teacher, you know, the the largest teachers union in the United States is suing the Department of Education. And some senators and congressmen were talking about putting Betsy DeVos in prison because she was making people who were supposed to have but not have to pay loans back, making them pay their loans back and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. So but the key takeaway there is just. Uh, do your research, reach out to your specific lender because private loans are on a totally different dog game than those that are federally um, uh, insured or covered. So uh, just go go to the site, call somebody and just figure out what's going to be best for your specific information, right. for your specific situation. And that website is going to be ed.gov. Yep. That's the Department of Education. So anytime you're dealing with a federal government website, it will be .gov, something .gov, not something plus something than .gov. They're very basic, right? Keep you out of trouble. All right. So another government program, uh, some people call it entitlement. I call, I pay taxes for it. It's called Social Security. So for those of you who are Social Security income recipients, you will as of today, still continue receiving your check. If you receive direct deposit, you should be fine. If you receive your check the old-fashioned way um, via the mail, as of right now, you should still be receiving your check. But you have to check for updates on the CDC's website, which is cdc.gov, or the World Health Organization's website. If, and you again, you'll hear it on the news, as of right now, they don't think the virus can be spread from mail, Right as of now, but if they find out that it can, you won't be receiving mail anymore. And if that's how you receive your check, then that means you won't be getting your check either. 
So that's just something that you need to um, to pay attention to. Now, the Social Security Administration does make outbound calls. Okay, so they can call you, but so can the scammers, and they can make their phone say, "Oh, here's my phone." Hopefully nobody calls when I do it. They can make their phone say Social Security Administration. They can make it say Donald Trump. They can make it say God, Jesus. They can make the caller ID say anything that they want it to say. So again, um, get their name, their telephone number, their extension. Ask them what office they're located at, the office address. And then ask a younger person that's real savvy with the internet to, to help you figure out whether or not this person is real or not before you give them a call back and don't give out any information whatsoever. All right. The Social Security Administration has suspended all face-to-face meetings. So if you had an appointment to go to the Social Security office, that is now canceled. They, you can call them and you can do stuff online. So if you need to apply for benefits, call them or do it online. Um, they are putting, they are prioritizing dire need payments above everything else. And dire need is if you need help financially, like you're homeless, you're at risk of becoming homeless, um, your benefits were about to be reinstated, <laughs> but they haven't been yet, you can call. Um, and they are prioritizing disability payments. So if you got hurt or if there's something going on with you because of this virus, uh, make sure you contact um, the Social Security Administration. They want you to contact them. Now, Let's say Social Security overpaid you. Mm-hmm. No judgment zone. Right now, they are not taking money back from you. So if you owe the Social Security Administration money and you need money, your check or whatever the case is, go ahead and give them a call. They're, forget- they're not forgiving, but they right. are temporarily forgetting about what you owe them. But they right. want to make sure that all Americans are fine. Yep. So I also read... Uh, along those same lines with the uh, extension of the deadline for the tax return. If you, if you recently mailed a check because you owed, you can call them and say, nah, nah, homie. I, I, it's going to bounce. <laughs> That's my mortgage payment now. <laughs> so, yeah, That's I mean, good news. That's, That's great news. So again, mm-hmm. They can find that information on the IRS's website. Um, I'll find the link for the um, IRS COVID or CARES Act highlights uh, so that you can, again, nothing that we say should you take for 100%. We're probably 99.95% accurate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do your due diligence and make sure that you, you know, you get it from directly from the horse's mouth before you make any moves. Let's look at the business owner stimulus package. Okay. All righty. $350 billion in a forgivable loan program uh, that is designed to ensure that small businesses do not lay off their employees. There's going to be a 50% refundable payroll tax credit um, on workers' wages. So as a business owner, you pay half of your employees' payroll taxes, but also as a business owner, you pay your, you, yourself's portion of the payroll taxes and the employer's payroll taxes. So you pay it all, which is a big right. right in the eye, right? So as long as you have a business with fewer than 500 employees and you retain your workers, 50% refundable payroll tax credit, okay? Nice. Um, let's see, uh, looser net operating loss reduction rules uh, that'll allow you to offset more, a delay in employer payroll taxes for social security. 
So as an employer, you don't have to pay the social security portion of the taxes until 2021 and 2022. So we're done paying social security taxes for the rest of this year um, if you have employees. Now, for sole proprietors and uh, self-employed workers, uh, you could be eligible for uh, expanded unemployment insurance benefits. Yep. What? (laughs) That is dopeness. All right. I am so proud right now. Wow. Wow, that is incredible. All right, so there are some risks to, to some of this. Um, some business owners may still get left behind. Mm-hmm. Um, those that don't have access to a regular line of credit, those that have rapidly changing staff. So if you work, let's say, for example, at a fast food restaurant and you know you have high turnover, it will be hard for you to get this loan because your employees won't stay. Or if you don't have a close working relationship with a lender, that could also make it difficult for you to get a loan. Because again, the Small Business Administration is a government agency, but just like your student loans, they don't lend you the money. They find a provider to lend the money to you. Um, So that's something that you're going to have to develop a relationship with a banker. If you're in the Georgia area, greater metro Atlanta area, you can call us. We got tons of business cards. We know tons of bankers. Um, So definitely um, hook you up with that. Oh, one other cool thing is the IRS has delayed some quarterly estimated uh, payments. That's huge too. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, the deadline. So they've kind of pushed the deadlines back. I don't know when they're going to be, but still, it's still a bonus. (laughs) Anytime you get to keep your money in your pocket, um, you know, I think that's an incredible thing. All right. What else do you have on um, some of these business owners? Well, I was going to go into some jobs and such. Okay, well, hang, hang tight. So yeah. let me tell you about this forgivable loan um, for the business owners. Okay, so priority for the money is going to be given to businesses in underserved and r- rural markets, veterans, yeah, veterans and members of the military community, women, socially and economically disadvantaged individuals, and businesses that are brand spanking new and less than two years old. All right. Yep. Most small businesses fail within the first two years. It is a difficult thing to work for yourself. It's not glamorous. Now, the loan is forgivable, which means you don't have to pay it back. Um, what, the way the loan is going to work is, um, which is a little bit more like a grant, they're going to give you up to 2.5 times the business's monthly payroll. Okay. Yep. And it maxes out for a single business at 10 million. Again, if your business wasn't bringing in 10 million, you shouldn't be applying for 10 million. Okay. You won't get it anymore. You're not getting it. Okay. <laughs> so the, the quarterly <laughs> payroll cost for an employee, one, cannot be more than 33000 um, a quarter, which is about the equivalent of about 100000 in salary. If the crisis continues long, <laughs> so they were expecting that, you know, we're all going to be kind of out of sorts for about three months or so. But Mm -hmm. if it lasts longer than three or four months, then the law can be amended and the time period can also be extended on a lot of this stuff. So there is some leeway there for them to um, help us out if this continues a lot longer than we um, thought of. Yeah, yeah. Because right now they're saying the loans don't have to be paid back until June 30th. But Of this year? Of this year. Well, I'd like to see that happen because I talked to someone at the Veterans Administration (laughs) and they told me they're not seeing anybody till July. So... That means they don't think the country's going to be, or they're being overly cautious. I'm not sure. Yeah. So, well, either way, we don't know. I, I'd rather everybody be overly cautious, but that's just me. All right. So my favorite topic is always earning money. For those of you who probably have um, some type of feelings about taking handouts, 
Uh, one thing I want you to know is that we have been paying taxes for a very long time, depending on your age. But we've been paying taxes federal. We've been paying taxes state. We've been paying Medicare taxes, Social Security taxes, and everything else. In Europe, they are also writing rubber checks for everybody, business owners, people. They know that this is going to be something that's going to take a long time for us to dig ourselves out of. And if we have a lot of pride, like a lot of people in my family who just, you know, Amon, I got 10 jobs. I don't need, you know, whatever, whatever. How, you know, take the money, do what you have to do to make sure that your family is protected, your home is protected, all your, you know, your lights are on and everything else. Again, you can pay this money back. Right. And if you, and if you don't have to pay it back and you want to pay it back, donate it. Nonprofits are not going to be taking in a lot of money right now. Exactly. Yep. So take care of yourself first. And then at the end, if you're like, oh, I didn't need this or blah, 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 that's fine. You know, either pay it back or give it away to, if you have extra, give it away to a nonprofit or take care of your community. That's, that's, I love that. I was going to say you can use it and to reinvest in yourself, business or whatever, but I like your idea a little bit better. It's more altruistic. Well, they, and I do think you should invest in your business. Yeah. I mean, you look at what we're doing. We're we're bringing, we're recruiting right now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I think that's just because of our dopeness, not the virus. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, if there are ways for you to figure out how to utilize the funds to improve your business and you know whatever it is, like I, I wish this had happened like last summer when I was running all those systems uh, parallel when <laughs> we were trying yeah. to. <laughs> we were trying to redo all our infrastructure, (laughs) you know, so whatever it is that you can do to kind of come out of this and you should, as a business owner, be thinking about our new normal. We may never go back to business the way that it was before. Okay. So how is AI going to help you out? You know, I'm going to be goofing around with some uh, VR, some virtual reality, uh, the goggles and see, you know, there's different things that we're going to be doing because meetings don't necessarily always have to happen face to face. And exactly. And I'm not shaking anybody's hand anymore. That's the thing I've decided. I've determined. I'm curious about these um, these uh, co-working spaces. Do you think that they're going to continue at the at the pace that they're growing at now? Or so here's the deal with that. I don't know because I know WeWorks cannot survive. They couldn't survive before, and I know that they're they're going under. A lot of the co-working spaces. I don't know, because I don't know that I could be in a co-working space. And, you know, we had an office, you know, um, in which we could clean and wipe down and and everything. But I don't know that I could sit at a desk where some, you know, I don't know how that's going to work, you know, going forward. What do you think? Um, So I think in addition to that, it's just people and businesses are going to be adjusted to working virtually, right? So if you're able to perform at the same level of productivity, if not more, without even perhaps more without the overhead cost or lease or whatever, you know, I'm, I'm curious. So here's since we're pulling stuff out our hats. What I've been pulling out of my hat is I don't know. I'm wondering if parents are going to be able to go back to work and work 60 hours ever again. Okay. So you've been home with your kid, uh, giving them three square meals a day. You've been able to have breakfast with them in some cases, some cases lunch, some and you know right. more than likely dinner. How are you not going to be home to cook dinner again? 
you know, right. because most parents are running, 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 trying to figure out what to do. Oh, it's past such and such time. Got to get some fast food or got to da da da. I can't see parents like pushing their kids out the door, <clears throat> excuse me, with a Pop-Tart anymore. <laughs> like, right. here's a muffin, you know, catch the bus. Um, I think I think the way that we work and the way that we treat our families is going to change because of this virus. Um, you know, I've been laughing at the news, people on the news um, and their kids in the background. One lady at, um, from Good Morning America actually had her kid holding up a whiteboard with like her teleprompter. <laughs> it has been amazing. And, the, and I also think that, you know, for women, especially single moms, I think things are going to change. I think everybody's going to be a little bit more accepting of, you know, what they go through because now everybody knows what it's like to have a kid at home screaming in the background or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and I like it, you know, uh, were we on that call together? Yeah. The, the, the conference we were supposed to go to and then the guy with the real deep voice and he's like, my six year old's up and she may come in and give us a her opinion. And I was sitting there like, I don't think I've ever heard a man apologize before they kid nutted up <laughs> before and it was like so cute so yeah that that so I'm hoping that from that standpoint from a family dynamic standpoint that we put more focus and attention on our families work is important don't get me wrong work is important but work is not more important than our families and giving these kids the things that they need um emotionally and mm-hmm. um I think is is is, is going to be good so I, I can't wait to see what happens on the other side of this 